We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. Stephen Mills, research astronomer. Beautiful! Married to his work. Then one night, he sent a radar signal into another galaxy. Now they're sending someone back. If we don't get that transmission from him, our planet is doomed. Hi! Well, hi. She's got 48 hours to save her civilization. And decipher ours. Thank you. Delicious. That was the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I must be boring the pants off you. No, they're still on. Good. We're making progress, sir. She's never made love. You're so stupid. We could have been doing this the whole time. We only met three hours ago. And never made breakfast. Daddy, don't you think this is pretty strange? Marry him. Where did she get a wedding dress on two hours' notice? Did she just carry one around with her in case of emergencies? Daddy, you married a person from another planet. Dan Aykroyd. Your stepmother is not an alien. Tim Basinger. For an astronomer, you have the most wonderful fibers. And you got yourself a handful right now. <laughs> John Lovitz. Baby! My stepmother is an alien. A comedy of cosmic proportions. My stepmother's an alien. This movie was yes, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. She's not. Really... Oh. This, so this was one of mine. I, I, I say I haven't seen it since uh, since I was a kid. Was it 1988? Was this movie came out? Yes. So uh, <laughs> you know, 1988 with uh, with Dan Aykroyd and. Probably the only person I had seen before was Dan Aykroyd with like Ghostbusters and. Uh... You didn't know John Lovitz? <laughs> no, John I wasn't a big uh, SNL fan at the age of six. <laughs> so... That's that's silly. <laughs> you watched this movie and you weren't a fan of SNL, <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's strange. It's a strange thing. Is that you never I've never seen us? I don't think I had seen an episode of SNL yet. Or the critic. Or the, I don't think the years later. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, that's like the only good thing John Lovitz has ever been in. What? <laughs> Other than this, I guess. He's been in lots of good things. Name Everything three. John Lovitz is in is good because John Lovitz because is in. Because John Lovitz is yeah. in? No. No. One thing I always remember about John Lovitz is there's an episode of Tales from the Crypt where he's this. Uh, out-of-work actor who keeps trying to get into this production of Hamlet, and eventually he does, but then they tell him that he's going to be playing, um, who's the skull that Hamlet talks to? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, wait, that guy's <laughs> dead. And then they're like, exactly, and then the next thing you see is a skull being on stage. So Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he got to be in the play. Oh, Tales from the Crypt, you're... <laughs> A terrible Twilight Zone Not terrible. knockoff. Whatever. Awesome. But that's not here or there. This is step- My stepmother is an alien. Outer but- Limits was awesome. Outer Limits was mm. awesome. Tales from the Crypt, not so much. No, Tales from the Crypt is awesome. That's why they're bringing it back. Yeah, without the Crypt Keeper, the only good thing of that show. <laughs> it's too scary now. Well, it's probably going to be on like network television instead of HBO, so... That's why they don't have the Crypt Keeper. That makes no sense. Why? It just doesn't make sense. Like what I said doesn't make sense, or the fact that they're going to put it on network television doesn't make sense? 
all of bringing back Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> None of it makes any well, sense. Well, I don't know if you know this, but from 2015 to 2020, is all about the nostalgia of the 1990s. So that's all that oh, we're no. going to make. I understand, but I'm saying the only... The thing that made Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Crypt, is the Crypt Keeper, and they're getting rid of it. Well, maybe they're going to return back to like an animated version of him, so it like, looks more like the comic book. That's mm, weird. Maybe it can break the kind of break the uncanny valley of it because, like, <laughs> I know people would get freaked out. Like, I don't know, I don't, I never really watched Tales from the Crypt, but I'm assuming it was for like older, like an older generation yeah. or yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be more for it wasn't for children, adults, but all yeah. children watched. Of course. It. <laughs> Scary stories. Why wouldn't children watch it? We had Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. That should have been enough. Yeah, but... And that one ep- that one like season finale of Ghost Rider that fucking creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> Why? I, it was fucking freaky. They did like a whole goddamn Chucky thing. Of Ghost Rider? Yeah, Ghost Rider. Right, yeah. With the, the fucking the, the ghost, ghost that, ball thing that would how, write things in the sky. To read yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. They went fucking, like, Chucky with it one time, and it scared the shit out of me. Well, that's, that's a new one on me. I guess I stopped watching before that. Apparently. <laughs> I stopped watching after that came around. Um... However, this was the introduction of Allison Hannigan to yes. uh, mainstream. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that meant it was her first role. I, you know, I very easily look it up. Probably. Oh, they did say, like, and In- introducing. introducing. Which I think usually means, like, their first, like, like build role. Doesn't necessarily mean their first role. But uh, there was a film debut, according to the trivia, that it was Juliette Lewis's first movie. Oh, okay. So, and she played a friend, and I'm like sitting there read, the whole time watching that movie, like, why does she look so familiar? It's because she has that blonde hair. It throws yeah. you off. I didn't, I didn't even catch that. I, I was <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, it really threw me off. Um, Allison Hannigan plays a young Jesse Mills. Who then, you know, in the movie, dates, goes on a date with Seth Green, who then they would eventually <laughs> get back together, and and date and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So that was all very weird. That was. Uh, apparently she was in one thing before My Stepmother is an Alien, it's called Impure Thoughts, as Patty Stubbs. Whatever yeah, that, that is. That sounds like a Lifetime movie. <laughs> it's just... Sounds like a movie that they show uh, kids in church being like, don't touch yourself. <laughs> Let's see, it says, four male friends are reunited after not being in contact with each other for several years. However, the meeting place is purgatory. The oh. afterlife state of limbo between heaven and hell. In purgatory, these friends reflect on their past while they were living. They especially focus on their years in Catholic school and they're coming of age. The film t- talks talks a lot about sexual issues. One of the characters is an 18-year-old sent to Vietnam who dies without ever losing his virginity. And there is a middle-aged homosexual alcoholic playwright who has <laughs> still still has problems dealing with his identity. Wow. 
Like that, every other playwright. <laughs> <laughs> that no, was but. a whole lot of information. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. There's that. Um, directed by Richard Benjamin, which, oh, okay. Uh, you know, is, is as much an actor as he is a director, because I've seen him and I've seen this guy before. Ooh. Uh, that. Eesh. That is the shit that scared the <laughs> fuck out of me. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> On goddamn Ghost Rider. That, <laughs> and that nobody's gonna know his diet. It's Gooey Gus. Purple. Gooey Gus. Good fucking god, that thing is oh, horrifying. I remember that. I don't know if I watched that, but oh. God. So, that director was acted in, in episodes of Mad About You and Titus. And I like those shows. Yeah, I know. It's, he's a very familiar looking face. Oh, and he re- most recently was in Ray Donovan. That's cool. Uh, and Children's Hospital. And Pushing Daisies. Wow. That's quite the spread. Yeah. <laughs> but as a director, uh, he's made Where's Papa? My Favorite Year, which I've heard is an amazing movie. I still haven't watched it yet. It's an old movie, 1982. No idea what that is. Uh, I don't think I've heard the of The Money it. Pit. I've heard Hanks of that. Michelle Long. Made in America. Yeah. Which is uh, hmm. Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Milk Money. Hmm. Awesome. I knew you We should that watch one. that. Uh, the, <laughs> no. That's very VHS gems. What are you talking about? It could very well be. <laughs> and laughter on the 23rd floor. A little thing called murder. Sweet. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, um, what, what did I say his name was? Benjamin? Uh, Richard Benjamin. Richard Benjamin. Benjamin Button. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Now, the writing on this says the main story was by a guy named Jericho. What? Which, he also did the story from Matt Day, which I used, I love, used to love that movie. Matt Day? No, Matinee. Oh. With uh, John Goodman. It's all about, like, the 1950s and, like, how they had these uh, movies where uh, the studios would put buzzers in the seats so that when... Someone got shot by an electrical, like a, a space gun. Everybody felt it, and that sounds amazing. You should watch this movie. <laughs> That's probably going to be to be uh, one of them too. One of I their... love John Goodman. John yeah. Goodman is amazing. Oh my God. So yeah, we'll have to we'll, we'll have to watch that sometime. That is cool. I remember watching that because the kid from Erie, Indiana, was in it. That was a good show. Which he, I think, he's also in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I think Is so. That, he's the same kid, it right? might be. Yeah. Okay. So, but... So, Jericho wrote the original story. That's funny. His name is just Jericho. It's just, you know... Like... No last the name. The Teen Titan Jericho. Right. Except for without the H. What? There's no H. It's just J-E-R-I-C-O. Oh. So, not like the Teen Titan well, Jericho. But... Or the biblical Jericho, right. I guess, if you want to go that route. <laughs> uh, it says that he, when he original writer Jericho saw the story as a dark allegory about child abuse, 
That was how it was pitched in Paramount in 1981. What? Huh. They never wound up producing the, the film. This but movie? They, yeah, but they do the the their own the own their own the TV digital rights to the story. But they do own the TV rights to the story. So if they ever write want to remake, they want to make that movie, they can. Wow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess I could kind of see it. <laughs> well, yeah, there Bag. was some abuse. Yeah, to... I guess. Fair enough. So the 25th of January 1988 draft of the script credits Jericho as the writer, the revisions by Frank Galati, G-A-L-A-T-I, Galati. Sure. Richard, Bre- Richard Benner, Susan Rice, Herschel Weingard, and Timothy Harris, Paul Rudnick, and Deborah Frank, and Carl Sauter, and a further rewrite by Jonathan Reynolds. So, if you count that up, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people that they, writers they used to make this movie. Man. They wanted to get it right. <laughs> Only four of the ten writers received screen credit, though. Jeez. They should have just got Dan Aykroyd to write it. Right? I mean, Jesus. He wrote Ghost, Ghostbusters. Yeah. So obviously, he'd be, he'd be good at it. Um, the other people in this movie, Dan Aykroyd, Kim Basinger, John Lovitz, Allison Hannigan, Seth Green, who gets third billing in the opening <laughs> credits. That's true. I think that's even above John Lovitz. It might have been. It, <laughs> it was really early on in the credits that he showed up. Yeah. And uh uh he's only in there for a scene, a scene and a half. Yeah. <laughs> just taking Allison Hannigan on date and that's it. Um not too many other people that I recognize except for the guy who plays the assistant to, to Dan uh, Aykroyd's character. Yeah. Uh can you remember what his name was? The guy from The Ringer. He's not from The Ringer. When the fuck did we get ice cream? That's not, not him. They look the same. Maybe is it his son? His, it might be his son. So Wesley Mann is the guy's name. Leslie Mann? Wesley. 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 I love you, Wesley. Uh, that show was awesome. Apparently he was on That's So Raven. Uh, even Stevens. Popular. Is that the right guy? Yeah. Wesley... Wesley Home Improvement. Man? Holy man. shit. And I man. recognize him older. <laughs> I didn't recognize him in this movie. Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Oh, yeah. Full House. Hey, he's been in a lot of shit. Tales from the Crypt. Adventures in Wonderland. Grace Under Fire. Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Veronica Mars. Back to the Future 2. That's where I remember him from. So when uh, he's... he uh, After... When they go back to 1955 and um, uh, young George McFly decks Biff right next to the car. Yeah. Uh, the future alternate Marty comes up to him and he starts checking his pockets looking for the for the sports almanac. Right. But he's like, hey, where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? And then he, Biff starts to wake up and he goes, he punches him right in the face and he goes... Don't worry, I know CPR. And he, or he says, I know CPR, and he gives him CPR, and that's or he, that's what he called CPR. And then he goes, since he knocks him out. Mm-hmm. That, so the guy goes, I think he just stole his wallet. 
think he stole that guy's wallet. Like, that's his whole part of the movie. Awesome. <laughs> the Shadow. Who's Harry Crumb? That's a good movie. <laughs> Veronica Mars? He plays Ned Flanders' type. Yeah. That's the name of his character. What? <laughs> that's funny. Good stuff. You know, I would. Uh, have had either one of you had ever heard of this movie before this? No. So nope. Obviously, I think we. It's a good chance. Good thing to say that this was, oh, not a well-known movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh. Couldn't even get it off of, like Amazon Instant or Google Instant. You have to pay for this one. You like you like, you have to buy it straight out. You can't just rent it for the twenty-four <laughs> hours like you can. With or or YouTube, but YouTube does have it for sale at seven ninety nine as well as Google Play. Fair enough. So it's not a bad price. No, no, it's not a bad price. I don't, I don't think I need to own it. No, I don't probably need to own my digital not. copy of it. So the premise of the so at the beginning of the movie, you have uh, Dan Aykroyd's character, Doctor Stephen Mills. Yes. Working for a some type of uh, space telescope exploration. I don't know what what would, would that be called. Not an exploration, but mm. he looks at a telescope in outer space. He's a space archaeologist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> another one. <laughs> it's popular around that time. <laughs> True. But he uh, he 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 has an idea to shoot a radar transmission into space to talk to, or to see if he can talk to some, anything that's out there. And the closest thing they say is going to be like ninety two years away, right? But because of the lightning, and because of uh, the the mishap in, in the in the room with the buttons, he was able to. Shoot! Shoot it past it with much more power than you expected. Yeah, right. So, like you do, you know. Like all science happens. Yeah, <laughs> just need that extra kick. Like, lightning makes all science exponentially better. <laughs> just ask the Flash. It's true. Uh, then, so because of this radar transmission going to a place that it wasn't supposed to, it hits this planet. The planet that. Kim Basinger's characters from, and it throws off their gravity somehow. So they see it as a as an attack. Is that what happened? That's what happened. <laughs> I caught this at the very end. They didn't explain that. Not yeah. at all. I thought it was just that was like a a normal thing that was happening with them, and then that happened, and they were like, "Oh my god, that could save us. We need that again." No, I think what had happened was he fucked it up. He fucked it oh, up. Oh man! So that's that why changes they, the whole tone of the that's movie. That's why at the end, when they're like, "You have to blow up the planet because we don't want them attacking us again." That makes oh. sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I think like they just went there just for the element. <laughs> no, so well, they needed them to shoot the the thing again to hopefully because you know when you mess something up. Do it again and it'll put it right back to yeah, where it's supposed to be. Of course. Especially <laughs> when you fuck up something as trivial as their gravity. As their gravity. So when, uh, even though they're supposed to be exponentially more, more smart than we. Yeah, that was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, they weren't able to figure it out, but him shooting this beam into this, into the sky again, is going to fix everything. And then they have to blow them up because they don't want Earth governments to be able to, sh- to shoot them out of the or to mess with their gravity ever again yes 
Um, so, but so they send their chief Probus. Yes, <laughs> chief extraterrestrial Probus <laughs> to Earth with uh, her trusty bag named Bag, named Bag <laughs> that has all the information of Earth in it, and uh, so she'll be able to easily blend with the humans. To find Stephen Mills, have him recreate his project, and then shut it down. And looks shockingly like the trash compactor monster in A New Hope. That's what it was. I kept like thinking, why Why does this... Or vaguely like a biological version of the Navigator. I was also thinking that. I was like, <laughs> it's also like the, nav- the Flight of the Navigator robot. But yes, organic instead of all metal. Um, and it just sticks and less Paul Rubens and less Paul Rubens <laughs> it sticks its head out of Even the purse Flight of the Navigator did not have Paul Rubens in it it, was, it used someone else to do the Paul Rubens voice right? yeah to do the Pee Wee Herman voice which like I think we've had this discussion before why not just get Paul Rubens right? In you just, was of, he in jail at the time? no is that what happened? before that that was before that had that's what I thought but yeah, who knows? Uh, Maybe they knew. They're like, yeah, uh, the guy's just a little too he, perverted. He we don't goes want him around to, children. He goes to those midnight showings of movies. <laughs> enjoys them a little too much. So, can we talk about how open Dan Aykroyd's character is with his daughter? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just a little too much of. Uh, <laughs> Hey, hey, wink, wink, I had sex last night with this woman. (laughs) All right, Dad! (laughs) You get him, Tiger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I guess with the whole, like, she's like, oh, I don't know, she looks like she's uh, somewhere between 7,000 and 8,000 years old. Like, is that kind of like saying uh, how she seems more like the adult than he is? Mm, No, I I think it was just because of her lifespan that... Because she's like 1,200 years old or something. Right. They end up saying that uh, Celeste, Kim Basinger's character, is actually like 1,200 years old or whatever. But when she first sees... Well, not first, but when she sees... Allison Hannigan. Sleeping in the bed, she says, uh, why is she so short? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, she's only 13. And she's like, oh, I thought she was between... Like, like 700 or 800. Right. Yeah. So I thought maybe it was because they were trying to say that she acts more like the adult in the relationship between her and her father than... Possibly. Than her, than that could father. be a little bit of like... Kind of... Was it foreshadowing or... Not foreshadowing, but like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a good, nice cut-up point there. <laughs> uh, I mean... I, I don't know. It, it's, it's it's obviously a lot of uh, jokes about where uh, humans or our language has weird things and the way they say things because yeah. they play that up a lot. And her whole first set of dialogue when she gets to that party, oh my god! Like, which is yes. weird because I mean, I don't know if what we're supposed to be hearing when she's talking to Bag in the ship. It's supposed to be like already translated for us. Like she's talking in her native tongue, and it's translated for us because she's able to h- hold conversations with Bag. Right. 
But as soon as she gets to the party, she's just all commercials and rap songs and cartoons and pop by the sailor man. I, what I understood was that that the that their kind were humans like way like deep in like the future like if like she said even if if you're if earth makes it past you know 55 centuries from now mm-hmm. and so maybe you know they're like through through just time they they just don't know all these like kind of references and stuff and so they have to like okay what's you know what was popular at that time and then they just named all those um references but but yeah i think i think they speak the same language it's just that the time and the space and time just that so like how when he was looking through that book for what marriage meant he kept going to the wrong decade the wrong century so yeah he but but then again when dan Aykroyd's character talks to them later you know they don't seem to have troubles with what are the right phrases to say is that because dan Aykroyd talked first whereas at the party she talked first Am I, am I thinking mm. too hard about this? I think you are. Okay. I, I mean, I'm trying not to think about I, this either. It's yeah. Hard. I, it's like... I totally thought the same thing as Angela. Like, they they were just like, oh, shit, like, what's going on around this time? And they just happened upon, like, a fuckload of commercials because that's <laughs> what's going on in the 80s. And so she was like, oh, this is how it is. This bud's for you. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> What, what channel was she watching? Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. That, that could. I mean, that, that's definitely probably what it was. Um, or at least that's what the writers were thinking when they they came came up with that little scenario. Uh, this whole movie kind of seemed like a like a sketch that just like kept going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that you know definitely seemed like it went on too long, especially the, oh, so the kissing scene between. Oh yeah, uh, that was. Kim Basinger and Dan Aykroyd. Um, that was extremely Str- long. <laughs> so at, at that point, they're sitting on the, the satellite dish, and she is trying to manipulate him any way she can to get him to do more work. And at that point, he, he throws out kissing, and she doesn't know what that means. So <laughs> She's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's, let's do that. And then uh, he goes to, to kiss her, and he's... She's, he's Necking, basically. Yeah. And, and Bag throws up a hologram screen saying, "What this is the definition of kiss, and here's examples. And it just goes way too long. Because <laughs> everything into... she sees in this, on the screen, she ends up doing to Dan Aykroyd. So then they, they go past human kissing into... Uh, animal mating and... Uh, then back to, like, Three Stooges and... And then the and, and Gorbachev meeting other political leaders from around the world and yep. and uh, and then hamster style <laughs> she just karate <laughs> chops him in the neck you know yes. it was uh, it was all it just went on I mean yes yeah. there's funny parts I guess it didn't hit the 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 funny then dull then back around to right. funny exactly. <laughs> it just kind of hit dull. <laughs> I guess they expected the audience to just be laughing all the, the whole time. The whole time, like, <laughs> let's get them enough enough time to laugh. <laughs> so uh, uh, obviously, I mean, she so she was able to uh, recreate the fireworks when when they when they go to have sex. 
So when they have sex at the very end of the movie, when she says she doesn't have any powers, well, not when she she does. She she gets Allison Hannigan to to float up and Spoilers. do a slam, slam dunk. That's right. Allison Hannigan's character is going to join the NBA. <laughs> she gets dunked. The <laughs> first woman to dunk. <laughs> dunk. Uh, no, well, I thought that was part of her alien powers that that just like happened. It's like her physiology. Yeah, like, <laughs> fireworks just happen yeah, when they orgasm. Like, yeah. Okay. That's that's how I took that. I was like, God damn, because because she she even says like, oh, like all this energy that you is created like when you guys have sex, like you know, I didn't even catch that, but that makes sense. I mean, especially since her kind seems to suck energy for food. Yeah, like you know, between chewing down on the D batteries. batteries and sucking down on the car battery, but uh, uh, yeah, they would. I mean, I guess that that would make sense that she would expel it that way. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <If> Need <Just>, to. <laughs> we're having sex. Everybody gets to know. <laughs> even even the daughter. Even the daughter knows exactly what's going on. And she's like, just like, good job, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> she's way too proud of this moment. I think you know she needs to. Uh, Eventually, just be like, "All right, I need to go get my own apartment. I need to Sex emancipate is myself." Shameful. Oh, <laughs> this Try is where it. the real abuse is. <laughs> the Puritan ways out of here. Uh, what we have for a budget is un. Oh, it says an estimated budget of twenty million. Wow! Right? That doesn't seem right. Let's see, like, the actors demanded a lot of money. I can see that. Dan Aykroyd. John Lovitz and Kim Basinger. Yeah. Uh, it said it grossed $13 million, almost $14 million in the USA. Eek. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's a no bueno. Uh, but on Box Office Mojo, it said its opening weekend was $2 million, ranked number 7 in 1,100 theaters. Uh, with a total gross of fourteen point nine percent. So, yeesh. yeah, it, it, yeah, it has the same number of, of almost fourteen million for its or for its domestic. Crazy. It was PG thirteen nineteen eighty eight. Which so. I really don't remember the whole scene when she she's learning about sex from Bag. <laughs> you <laughs> just blocked that. I out. guess I did. Where all these uh, porno titles come up out of her bag, and then a Hustler magazine, and then uh, 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 a porn scene. Basically, a porn scene without any of the actual pornography, just lingerie, and and then the insinuation of what's happening. Yes. And then and then she goes on to recreate. With uh, with Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, that's the name. Uh, <laughs> Roger Ebert goes on to say, "What we have here is a goofy, comic performance by Kim Basinger, weighed down by a turgid, T U R G I D." Sure, I. Never heard that word before. Yeah, I haven't either. That's good. Turgid's script and a decision to use Dan Aykroyd mostly as a straight man. Too bad. This is one of those movies where the credits list four writers 
and most of the funny stuff is in the is in between the lines. Basinger proves here, as she did in Blind Date, that she has a natural gift for slapstick, which I remember Blind Date. Blind Date's a pretty good movie. Her and uh, uh, Bruce Willis, and they go on a blind date, and her one rule is that she's not supposed to drink, because when she gets any alcohol in her, she gets really goofy. That's awesome. And then I think he, she accidentally ingests some alcohol. <laughs> uh... She's got, like, fucking gremlin rules. Yeah. Uh, With a plastic face and a rubber body, she always makes a great package in a tight red dress, but the time she seems to be operating her body's controls with her elbows. (laughs) Okay, I don't know what Ebert was trying to say there. That she seemed, like, clumsy. You're clumsy. How dare you? I would never <laughs> say something so so hurtful, so hurtful to you. Um, what would you say would be the the Rotten Tomato score for this movie? Oh, dude, this has got to be like thirty <laughs> percent. Right on the money. Yeah, oh, the audience says thirty percent. I was gonna give it benefit of the doubt. <laughs> According, but the 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 critic uh, tomato meter says nineteen percent. Fair enough. <laughs> critics be critics. Critics be critics. I'm retiring on top. <laughs> Champion of the world. Why would you give it a 30%? You obviously liked it. I did like it. But you just knowing other people. Knowing Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is pretty horrible about this. Uh, let's see. A one and a half star on Rotten Tomatoes person said, Not one, you'll feel bad about missing but came across it on tv easy watching very forgettable i don't think it's forgettable i mean are you gonna always remember that you can smoke a carrot i am (laughs) (laughs) and eat cigarette butts cigarette butts why why would they be walking around with a plate of cigarette butts yeah smoking I understand it's the 80s and everybody was smoking, but, like, I feel that you should just get rid of that, like, when it's that full. Well, yeah, like, she probably was making her rounds and gonna, like, get that rid of that. That many people put their cigarette butts yeah. on that one round? Yes. <laughs> it went, one hand was for our derbs, one was for cigarette butts. That seems kind of... Bad. Bad. I mean, the cigarette butts are that close to your food. Also, it was like 12-year-olds serving That's this true. party. That was also, also weird. Oh they had actual, uh, an actual cook like preparing food, but then they had the 12-year-old kids just wandering around with plates. Yep. Well, Jesse being one of them. and, and we, So Jesse and her friends. We never get any explanation as to who these people are, but they're <laughs> throughout the movie. That's true. They show up at the wedding. They show up at... Uh, probably at the dance, but we didn't get to see. True. Uh, uh, see, an, uh, another person for a one star said another film for Dan Aykroyd in '88. Only this time, in my humble opinion, it's a weak one with a very silly B movie type premise and a poor performance from the overhyped at the time Basinger. E- even Aykroyd can't save this very average film with his usual zany comedy and fast quips. The effects are really dated, and I don't think event even that good for its time whilst the comedy is lacking. All the film does really is show how poor an actress Kim Basinger is. 
Look out for a very young Seth Green and, of course, Allison Hannigan. This guy is going against Roger Ebert and saying that Kim Basinger is a t- terrible actress. And he said that she was great. <laughs> it's true. You know, it is funny to think Dan Aykroyd either plays super zany or father type, you know, father type roles. Yeah, yeah, he has that look. Yeah, that's true. We got that, got that very much that look. And how much do you think you'd pay for this on Amazon if you were to get the DVD? I want to pay like two dollars. Twenty dollars. No, unfortunately, you got to split the difference between the two of you. So it's like eight forty-two. Oh, not that's bad. not bad. Not bad at all. Um, what other part of this movie were you, did you think was really great? Kim Basinger's lack of a bra through <laughs> most of this movie. <laughs> very good point. Very good point. Uh, Those were very good points. Uh, oh, uh, ah, get there. I'm gonna say that's also what Alec Baldwin saw in her. Married her for that long time. Makes sense to me. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> so what are some of the five-star reviews that this movie had? What are they? Let's find mm. out. Oh. Uh, five what? stars from... <laughs> movie arrived on time. 34X. <laughs> Perfectly um, packaged. 34X. <laughs> this is a good classic movie, better than some crap today, with an exclamation mark. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, I wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> this movie is great. I remember watching it when I was really young. I'm 21 now and still love it. Yeah, some things are corny, but that is part of what makes it great. It's not supposed to be realistic. It's fiction. I just realized, I just realized too, that the dollar, daughter in the, is the girl from American Pie, which makes it <laughs> even funnier. <laughs> Overall, this movie is pretty good. If you don't care for the story, at least get it to see Kim and the other chicks in the movie. <laughs> if you've never seen the movie, just buy it. It's about the same as renting it in a couple times. Renting it a couple times, and you'll be able to keep it. For all for all you people <laughs> who rated it at one, you have issues! Exclamation mark. He's not it, wrong. It was <laughs> not horrible, but compared to other movies we've seen, I, I like that it's like. Uh, it's only, it's only, you know, it's the same amount as renting it a couple times. Yeah. So now you get to own it. Exactly. Might as well just buy it. Uh, it makes sense to me. I mean, <laughs> that's you, just sound financial advice. You just go through your catalog one day, years later, and I'm like, why do I have this? My stepmother's an alien? Yeah. What was I thinking? <laughs> and then he watches it and you're like, oh, oh that's man. right. I like this movie. This <laughs> is pretty every, good. Every once in a while you can come back and remember why you like this exactly. movie. Exactly. Okay, I got it. Uh, Kim Basinger is an al- as an alien? From Larry Banter. Five stars. We all know Dan Aykroyd is a great comedy actor. But I never thought of Kim Basinger as a comedy actress. Until now. She is outstanding. This is all capital letters, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yell. She's just yelling this whole thing. <laughs> Combine her, Dan Aykroyd, and a good director with a believable script for a sci-fi story. And you have whoa, extremely... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and you have an extremely entertaining film. I won't spoil the movie by telling you the plot... Too many other reviewers think that is a review means telling the whole story. Mitch. Some, some adult humor, but it's carefully done. 
There is no nudity or noticeable offensive language, if I did miss any swear words. They, w- they weren't serious. S- certainly, no- <laughs> certainly nothing your six-year-old hasn't heard before. All in all, a great family film, well worth getting. Bitch and seeing Kim Basinger's nipples. Not nudity. Not, not nudity. Not nudity or swearing. Or, I mean, to be fair, they are under shirts and stuff. It's true. But, but you could pretty easily I, see. I'm pretty sure I, I would just want to be like, I think the whole, uh, Mommy, what is Debbie does Dallas? <laughs> that would be the thing that's not family friendly. Abuse. Debbie does Dusseldorf. <laughs> that's the one I want to see. It's all scat film. <laughs> uh, now we also have to say, what are some of the one star reviews? Which... Movie did not arrive on time. It has box broken. There, there is few. one. There's there, one that says something like that. Uh, Doesn't work. There I, you go. I purchased that. I purchased this item thinking it would work on sim- to similar to iTunes, but I can't download it onto my <laughs> laptop, and the thing won't start when I try to watch it online. One star. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's also uh, Dana Todd who put one star. Return the newbie. Yep. N O V I E. Newbie. There's one I'm. What? Trying to decipher. Uh, I hate this movie because the girl's dad marries the alien from outer space. When the credits come, a lot of spooky stuff comes on this movie. Was on TBS Superstition on December. Superstition. On December 24th, 1998, in Kansas, my grandmother watched all of it. I arrived in Kansas on December 17th, 1998, my sister, wow. brother, too. What? <laughs> so the title of this review is Stupid. Uh, I don't think that was describing the movie. That's what it might have been describing the review. <laughs> That was a, that was a very strange review. And then the, va- the very last one is time for a reality check. Let's get this straight. This is the worst movie I ever saw ever. Oh man, do you have <laughs> you, some movies to watch? You haven't seen Munchies. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing to con- commend this Dan Aykroyd at the start of the long downward spiral. Kim Basinger is what must be her worst role. And Buffy fans, it's not worth buying this to see Seth and Allison just utter avoid this avoid like the plague. Wow, like mm-hmm. all of that stuff is just all run on sentences and yeah, and <laughs> using the wrong words like roll spelled like do a barrel roll or a dinner roll, not roll like a starring roll. <laughs> nope, nope, not at all. Uh, yeah, to and, and Basinger is spelled wrong, and Allison is spelled wrong, and that hurt me to read that. <laughs> it should, it, well, it, really it did. Should. Um, that's you know, that's what uh, it's, it's so funny is that I, when we were coming up with names for movies to watch, yes, on this list. Somehow we got in, well. I think well, I don't know. We got into the whole. It was around Halloween, so right. I blame it on that. I, I, I kind of blame it on that too, but it was. I, I know when I came up when I when I spit this one out because it's not really a Halloween theme. Aliens right. aren't really uh-huh. Halloween, but it's because we said 
my boyfriend's uh, 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 my boyfriend's back. Yeah. And then my best friend's a vampire. Yep. And my mother's a werewolf. And yep. I was like, well, there's another one I know of. <laughs> oh, my stepmother's an alien. Let's just throw that in there. Too bad we still haven't got to watch My Mother's a Werewolf. That is too bad. Yeah. I really want to see that. Let's see what that's all about, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone, anyone. I might find have that to just go us. on eBay and it's, bite the bullet, pay the $100 or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> for the DVD. No. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that might end up what we have to do. And then it will be te- it will be passed on. To a, a lucky winner of some VHS yes. gems, yeah. there you go. With yeah. the 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 promise that they once they watch it, they also pass it on, and it just yes. gets passed on forever. Yeah, <laughs> but, I'll, be... but I'll totally rip it onto my hard drive first, and then of course. Fucking upload that shit to torrent sites. <laughs> See, then it will just everybody will sign it, and as it gets mailed yes. to the next person, oh, a picture oh. will be uploaded. It's like the collaboration of the traveling DVD. That's exactly what it will be. Because I can't say sisterhood. I'm not female. Nor do I know that it's going to females. We can all be a sisterhood. The personhood. Mm, no. The human kind. No. No, okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what would you say was the, the lamest joke in this movie? Oh, my goodness. Because there were a lot of corny ones. There were some... Not great jokes. I can't remember them though. Yeah, I Me guess neither. you don't go around remembering the lame jokes too much. That's unfortunate. Let's yeah. see what else uh, some of the message boards had to say for on IMDb. Uh, why wasn't she bounce walking on Earth? Guessing because their gravity was different. Gravity's fine okay. there. Okay. That's not a single black person in the movie. Shit. No. Yeah. It's the eighties. We found the the SJW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want my secrets, you'll eat my sandwich. <laughs> you will indeed. <laughs> oh, well, that's, how, that's that, how you get, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. That's how I'm you not get, lie. you know, that's how you get aliens to change their mind with a, a nice uh, ham and cheese on rye yeah. with mayo. I, Mediocre. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, at least that's what the council said, right? Uh, you'll eat my sandwich. Okay, I'm going to ask a really stupid question here, according to Ambuglet82. Sweet. But, bear with me. I've been a huge fan of this movie for 22 years now, and only a few minutes ago did I learn that Bag was voiced by a woman. What? (laughs) I always thought Bag was voiced by a really effeminate-sounding man. What? So my question is this. Was I the only one in the dark about this, or did anyone else think that Bag was voiced by a man? And yes, I realize I could have looked it up years ago, but I just always assumed it was a man. It was only until tonight that I popped the movie into the DVD player, because she has a copy of it. Of course. She's been (laughs) a fan for 22 years. I decided to look up who played Bag. Amanda. Uh, someone actually responded to that. I always assumed it was a woman that smoked for many, many years. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like an older woman. 
Like, I totally would have believed it if somebody said that it was B. Arthur. Let's see. Did anybody Had I not known. Bag. Amanda Prentice. Oh, was think. that who that was? Oh, Anne Prentice. Or, yeah. Something like that. Why not? Yeah. The voice of Bag was Anne Prentice. Um, she, whoa, that was her last acting role. Boom. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, she didn't die until 2010, though. Oh. So 1939 oh, to 2010. So she had... That was so like her last was role. Just yeah. her last role, yeah. yeah. Uh, she was in Starsky and Hutch as Mrs. Karsten. She was 50-something. She Quark. Uh, she was in Quark. She was in Philip and Barbara. Switch. A lot of stuff before we were born. Bonanza. McLeod. <laughs> The Virginian, Sweet. Hogan's Heroes, Get Smart, Bewitched, so, huh. big career, just, uh, none of us knew her, Fair enough. knew any of the stuff she was in. Um, I knew plenty of that stuff. You knew of that stuff, did you watch any of those things? I watched Bewitched, Did you? Hogan's Heroes. Or did you watch the... Uh, I watched, Cole Kidman I watched Wolf that movie. too because I used to watch Bewitched <laughs> you know they changed Daryl's <laughs> and no one noticed <laughs> no one noticed <laughs> uh, Carl Sagan was was, uh, the, was voiced well since they didn't get the real Carl Sagan in the movie right uh, it was voiced by Harry Shearer who does a lot of the voices on the Simpsons oh cool oh. Uh, most, most, uh, you know. And Carl Sagan was popular at the time. He was the Neil deGrasse Tyson of the Exactly. <laughs> His show was Cosmos. Yes, exactly. It's where Neil deGrasse Tyson got the idea for his show, Cosmos. <laughs> wow, look at that. It is a remake. Uh... Fantastic shows, by the way. Highly recommended. Cosmos? Yes. You know, I didn't, I didn't watch the remake. It's good. I heard. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's. I feel like you need to watch it with children, though. Because so it's... They can be amazed by the, yeah. the new information? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like, there's some stuff in there that I was like, oh, shit, I didn't actually know all of that. That's cool. <laughs> but most of it was like, yeah, I learned this in like second grade. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You all, you know, that's, uh, I think that the, that also says that you're um, the, the exception. I think a lot of yeah, these people, probably. A lot of uh, the rest of us didn't learn that stuff. Fair enough. Or paid attention, I guess. Well. I was very into science. Science! I still am. Um, I think, I mean, that's... I don't know what else to say about this movie. It was good. We liked it. Yeah. We all liked it. It, you it was know. cute. It's harder to find things to say about the ones that we like, apparently. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we just want people to go out and watch them. Yeah. So this would yeah. this would be on the level with... Uh, well, almost on the level with Return of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> So. Almost, but Return of the Killer Tomatoes. No, I, I don't know. Like, I I wouldn't rate it that high. Right. Like, not even almost. No, not okay. even almost. But it was a good one. But it is worth watching. 
it was enjoyable. Okay. So I might watch it like once every five to ten years. Whereas Return of the Killer Tomatoes has to be a, a yearly thing now. At yeah. least. <laughs> at least. Like, let's fucking watch it now. It's been like what, a month? <laughs> let's go rewatch that bitch. What I mean what of of the the nine that we have watched, where would you put this? It's I would put it number two. Number two? Wow. I I felt really good about this movie. I thought I it, think was, it was well put together. It was really clever. Yeah. I thought it was good, part. but I'd put it more like just above center. Okay, so we would have what 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 between Return of the Killer Tomatoes and this? My boyfriend's back. Okay. And you thought your parents were weird. And, okay. <laughs> I would not put nah. thought you thought your parents were weird <laughs> in the top five. <laughs> I really enjoy that movie. <laughs> I know you do. I don't remember what all we watched. Oh, uh, my best friend's a vampire. That was a good one. Fright Night. Fright Night. I would put below it. Okay. You and really then... liked Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. Yeah, I'd put Suburban Commando below this. Okay. It's, okay. it's not a, as good of a movie, <laughs> but I do enjoy the hell out of it. I think this one holds up holds up a lot better than. Than Suburban Commando. Yes. I mean, with all this, the cheesiness in this, the cheesiness in that is a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're both intended. Right. I get that. But right. I just don't think that Suburban Commandos holds up. Fair enough. I agree. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. I'm saying it's in, it's in the, the, the top higher side of, of the movies we watched so far. Yeah. Angela, we've gone yes. to your chance, your turn to pick a movie. Okay, so <laughs> I have. A, I'm so a, excited. I have a couple. You have a couple. Oh, and like all of the ones she mentioned are movies I love. So this <laughs> is amazing. Um, the first one. Do you want to do you want to you wanna name off a few and then do random like we've done with the yes. other stuff? Um. Yeah. Okay. So I. All right, well, the first one I have on the list here is Adventures in Dinosaur City. Awesome. <laughs> um, so great. Let's see. The second one was... Um, was it... Oh, Batteries Not Included? Yep. Will that be considered mine? Mm-hmm. Um, since we discussed it before. Um, was that it? Did we, did, we ever, did we ever decide on The Wizard? Uh, or no, I, I, you know we. I think last time we Mitch said Mitch said he'd allow it. I said I would allow it, even though I think it's it's a little bit more popular because of the whole Nintendo craze that was in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we can throw it in there. Okay, and Wizard. Um, I think that's it for uh, my list. Okay, so three. <laughs> yes. So, what about blank check? No, she did throw it in there. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I thought that was that was going to be yours. Yeah, yeah that's yours. Oh, it totally will. <laughs> so one out of three. Generate. Oh, I love all these movies too. Came up with a two. So batteries not included. included. Batteries not included. All right, we are going to be doing batteries not included. I think after that, we should throw it up to we each throw in three movies, and then we also have the uh, the listeners throw in three movies, and then we'll we'll Mm. mix that all up and do randomly as we we go through the twelve. That would be awesome. All right. I'm down. Do we want to pick a theme again? No. 
No. I think I'll be <laughs> yeah. I'm done with <laughs> We have a pretty finite like pool. Yeah. I don't think we need to limit it. Fair enough. Uh, I would suggest that the listeners not throw in any horror movies though. So there you go. We are watching Batteries Not Included next. And uh if you haven't seen this movie, I feel sorry for you. Because it's, it's a really good mm. good family movie. It's, well, it's okay, if, extremely if you, good. you're a little too young <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to have watched this movie. I was little. <laughs> uh, but everybody should, if you're over the age of 30, have watched this movie. Yes. <laughs> and until... But uh, other than that, um, uh, this has been the episode for... Uh, my stepmother's an alien. You should go out and watch it if you can, wherever you can. Uh, we found it on the internet. Yep. That broad internet. of an area. But mm. if you can find it, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, would you like to give out your Twitter handle? Uh, yeah. I. It is Flower Wreath Tales on Twitter. Um, I, I have Beth trouble. Beth Necromancer. Or Beth Necromancer. Well, that's Beth. That is Beth. Oh. That is Beth D. Necromancer. But yeah, fla- um... <laughs> I ha- I'm, I'm sorry. It's F-L-W-R and then Wreath Tales. There you go. Woo! Chris? <laughs> uh, wizard, W-W-W-Y-Z-E-R-D. But yeah, I don't use social media, so talk to somebody else. <laughs> Uh, but you can also find him on the Players vs. Pixel uh, Twitter and Facebook page, and also the Geek Elite Facebook page. Yeah, those are places you can yeah. talk to him at, or talk at him. Yeah. Whether or not he answers is another story. I'll prob- I would well. probably answer during a podcast if <laughs> well, somebody true. brought things up. Yeah. But like straight on social media, that's probably not going to happen. Okay, I just don't go on there enough. Hey, Chris. <laughs> uh, Mitch is like, oh no. <laughs> Mitch is like, that is mine. <laughs> that is TM for me. <laughs> uh, and then that's I, you can find me on Hey Mitch, and I'm at agent underscore of the underscore bat. <laughs> and uh, you can always find me over at, at Geekly Radio on Twitter, Geekly Radio on Facebook, and geeklyradio.com. Uh, we're on .com, the website you can find all of our uh, archived episodes of VHS Gems, where we talk about all these great movies that you either should have watched or should not have watched, but... And still shouldn't watch. Or for should some watch, of them. just be like, yeah, I shouldn't watch that movie. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Caution. <laughs> just be like, what is all the deal about this? How could this be I that mean, bad? I'm... And then you'll watch it and you're like, oh, fuck, that <laughs> really was that bad. They were right. <laughs> <laughs> There's been plenty of times people told me that movie was terrible and I'm like, well, I have to watch it if it's this bad. It's true. Geely was one of them. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I mean, I kind of want to see it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You had to, I had to watch it just to see how bad it was, and it was really bad. Um, but this has been VHS Gems for the Geek Elite Radio Network. Until next time, everybody, geek, geek out. out. Woo! You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck.